Yo, 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 welcome back, TTG family, to another episode of Time to Grow with your favorite host, Alex Barton. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the power of credit and why those who are ignorant of credit is misleading the masses. Today's episode is going to be very powerful, so stay tuned. But before we do that, cue the intro. When your vision is crystal clear, they say it's razor sharp. A focused mind is said to be like a knife. But the scaffold is wisdom. All one can do is accept that life is a double-edged sword. Stay on the edge. Alright guys, now that you're in the right mindset, let me let me let me state something really quick, alright? First off, the the whole reason I'm here is because no one on this planet technically signed up to be here, right? Your parents were just fucking happy-go-lucky, fucking and whatnot, and then boom. Now you're here and you're dealing with all of life's BS, right? The same as all of us. This is why I stress so much that your problem isn't any greater than the next person's problem, right? Because we're all going through some BS, right? So if you want to learn how to win in this game of life, that is what this podcast is for, all right? Understand that if you're currently struggling, sitting around complaining, you know, shit like that, that won't get you anywhere, right? And only thing it's going to do is only going to attract those around you who also want to sit and complain, right? And what you're doing subconsciously, and you probably don't even know, you're probably just, you're subconsciously wanting someone to agree with your struggles, just so that you can, you don't feel so bad, you know, for where you've placed yourself in your life, right? With the ignorance of not knowing how to get to the next level. Now, the word ignorance can really, you know, let off that bad taste, but that word simply means that you don't know, right? I say this all the time. You don't know what you don't know, you know, and you can't fix what you don't know, right? You can't go into the steps of life if you don't know something, right? And this is the problem with, you know, the black community and a lot of people, you know, in general, right? Um, especially when it comes to acquiring and making money. If you don't know how to make money and, you know, do certain things with the money, you just simply don't know until you learn about it, stumble upon it, or someone like myself is seeking out to give the information to you guys, right? Like when I was younger, I used to have people tell me, you know, when you know when you're younger and you have parents and people that got so much faith in you just because you're a kid and you're going to be this when you grow up, you're going to be great. And you could do anything you want in the world, right? And then you get to, like, middle school, um, ninth grade and shit like that. And they're like, you can't do anything you want, right? And then your mindset changes, like, you know, you're actually right. I'm not good at this. I can't do anything I want because I'm not good at it, right? But once you once you get out of high school and you have actual life to learn and you start, like, learning these things, you realize that all it is is learning how to do said thing, right? Brain capital is the most powerful thing on the planet because, like, let's say if some crazy catastrophic event happens, like you fall out of a car and, uh, you know, another car hits you and you survive somehow and now you have a severe brain damage, right? Unless some crazy shit like that happens, everything that you learn, every data point that you put in your brain that your brain stores and remembers is going to be with you forever, right? 
this is why billionaires, millionaires, whatever case may be, they go broke, right? And then like within six months to a year, they're right back to where they left off, right? Because they still have the knowledge on how to get that money that they acquired, okay? Learning these things is the first step, right? And if you're probably listening to this, you're, you've probably already taken the first step of trying to grow because this is a growing entrepreneurial channel, okay? So kudos to you. You need to start sharing this to the people that are asleep and dragging everybody else down, all right? Now, before I go rambling on into that and this hot-ass truck, let me get back to topic and let's talk about the power of credit and how to win in this game of life that we are all playing, all right? We're all forced to play this game of life. If you're in America, this is a capitalist country, okay? It takes money, not necessarily to be happy, but to gain better experiences so that you can have options to do more things, right? Not just going home and being fucking bored and broke, right? We want better experiences in the short timeline that we have on this planet, right? Make a change. Do something with your life. Get the hell up, all right? Now, when I was younger, um, I think my mom put me on her credit card at like 16 um she she had got me some credit card and i used to use it i used to use it for like food and stuff i at the time i had zero idea of the purpose of a credit card i was just happy that you know my mom gave me like a 50 dollar limit to use on the card for for food when i go hang out with friends and stuff right but i believe what that did is it, it kind of like jump started my um credit journey and even though I, I grew up broke as hell and stuff like that i've been cheap so I never spent the money that I didn't have, right? A lot of people use credit cards to go buy things just so that they could just pay the down payments on them. You don't want to do that, all right? So I didn't really dive deep into the credit game until after I um, got out the military and start, you know, trying to learn how to build wealth myself, okay? So like I said, like I didn't know this stuff until 22. I'm only 23, right and it's all on the internet you can learn it yourself don't just go off of me i'm not your financial advisor but this information is out there and the concept once you get behind the concept is going to open your eyes up to like all the opportunities in the world that you have every i'm talking about even the homeless guy that you see begging for money at the damn at the light he can get the fucking credit and build wealth his damn self. He just don't got the right guidance and knowledge, all right? Now, what I want to do, I want to break down the um, a few myths about the credit card, okay? So right here, I have five um, myths written down. And, and this should just be a quick episode. So for those who have absolutely no idea of the power of credit, this could be like your, your reawakening on your... your um, you know, your vision on what's possible, okay? Um, you know, I'm still at these beginning stages, right? So I have plenty of episodes in the future. And as I also learn and build my own um, credit and higher limits and shit like that, I will be posting more content about this stuff, right? So that you guys are not so far behind when I'm snapping, right? You guys are literally right behind me. I want you guys to be right behind me on the motherfucking tail wagon with your high ass credit limits with me, all right? So first myth is use debit cards only, never credit cards, all right? 
And what that is, is a poor person's mindset because they don't understand that with credit cards, every bank, right, has their own different reward systems, right? If you go apply for a credit card and you go read the thing underneath it, right, where it says apply, it tells you the benefits that you get from this card, you know, such as, you know, 3% cash back or points for your groceries or flight points, et cetera, et cetera, right? What the rich, wealthy, or millionaire mindset people, what they do is they only use credit cards to purchase the things that they use on a day-to-day -day basis, and then they pay the credit card off that month, right? So let's say that let's say that you're making two thousand dollars or twenty-five hundred a month, right? And you use Right, let's just say you're in a situation where right now you're living paycheck to paycheck with the $2,500, right? And you use your credit card instead, right? You like replace your debit card with your credit card and purchase everything with your credit card. And then make sure that $2,500 you have, you pay that off, right? So instead of using cash, you're using the debit card. I mean, you're using the credit card to make all your purchases. Now what you're doing is you're getting points on top of the things you already purchased, right? Walmart doesn't care about the things you purchased. Your gas tank doesn't care about the things you, um, when you swipe your car with your debit card. The um, store doesn't care. You know who cares? The bank cares, right? The relationships with your bank cares more than any of these other places with these commodities and shit like that. They don't care about you okay the banks will give you rewards so that you can have your money working for you all right number two right credit is bad all right you know people say credit is bad because they don't have the knowledge of how to properly use credit right people apply for credit cards and they start to you know go on shopping sprees christmas shopping holiday shopping and then they turn around and they're just like i'm gonna just pay the um you know down payment and then they start missing payments and then they'll they'll get a um you know their credit gets affected because they missed a payment and it's like a downward spiral because at the very beginning when you applied for the credit card you didn't understand how to properly use the credit card. Credit cards are just tools to increase the speed and for you to leverage a large sum of money that you don't have on you, right? There's ways to get credit cards with 3,000, 5,000, you know, 10,000, 20,000, 50, 100, 200K, 500K credit cards, right? As you play this life game and build relationships with these banks, you use these, you use the bank's money to invest into other assets that will create money, right? You wanna use these credit cards to create money, pay the credit card back, and then you take the profit in between, right? You wanna use other people's money, the bank's money, to make your money. This is what the wealthy people do, okay? Credit is not bad, you're just using it wrong, all right? Number three, one of the myths is to only use 30% of your credit card, right? Now, it's good to stay under the, it. okay, it's not that it's necessarily a myth, right? It's just on the low end of things. And this is what some credit bureaus and when you go apply for more cars and shit like that, this is what the credit companies see, right, on your credit score. Are you using over at least 30%? Now, the reason why this is a myth 
right? Or kind of like a iffy one is because if you want to, like I said earlier, right, with number one, if you want to get the rewards and points and actually, um, you know, benefit off of that, you got to pay that card off full every single month, right? So let me give you an example, right? Let's say that you you got an Apple credit card and you go buy something from Apple and Apple is supposed to give you like 3% cash back for whatever purchase you, you paid, right? And let's say that 3% is only like, you know, $20, right? Now, if you would have paid that fully off, right? Whatever you just bought with that credit card, if you would have paid that card fully off, right? Let's say you made a payment of um, $200 or whatever it is, and you paid that off with your debit card or your checkings account, right? And you paid the full $200. You just made $20 off of Apple. I didn't have nothing to do with 3%, but let's just say that, um, you know, you made $20 off of Apple, right? Now, if you didn't pay that 200 off and the monthly bill came and the minimum payment was $39.99, right? You just paid interest on the 200 that you borrowed, right? So now you're not making anything off of the benefits you applied for, right? Credit cards, when you apply for credit cards, you should be applying for the benefits of the credit card and then using the credit card to leverage the bank's money to go create more money, all right? So yes, when other people see your credit utilization, 30% is all right, but you really want to be under, you want to be at 0% and you want to, and as good as, is in the excellent range to be from 0% to 9%, all right? But if you really want to maximize the benefits, right, if you want to use the credit cards for the benefits and gain this free money, you don't want to be making minimum payments that's that's taking away from the benefits you applied for. You don't want to make minimum payments, okay? You don't want to have no balance, okay? You don't want to go completely without a balance at all, right? Use your credit card monthly, but re- replace the credit card with, your regular daily expenses that you use your debit card with, all right? You shouldn't be using your debit card. Only time you should be using your debit card is if you currently have a bunch of credit card debt right now, right? You should never touch your credit card until your debt's paid off, and then you start learning this cycle, right? Like, as you're probably listening to this, you're like, you know, I need to pay all my credit shit off so that I can start getting these benefits as well, okay? Number four, people who have multiple credit cards are irresponsible. That is also a myth because I actually believed in this myth as well. At one point, um, I have three credit cards right now, but I was I, when I was applying to them, I was like kind of nervous to apply to them because I believed in this one right here. And all reality, what I came to find out was the more credit cards you actually have, the better because all that does is apply that you are trustworthy with banks and you're trustworthy with controlling your money. If everything's in great standing and they see you have all these different credit card accounts, that is just your level of trust, right? Through the credit bureaus, Experian, and like when when people see it, that means that you're very trustworthy, all right? And number five, closing your credit cards down, all right? 
Now, some people, they get stuck with, um, you know, purchasing these insane credit cards and they don't even realize that they have annual fees, right? Some can go from $30 to $99 to $500 annual fees, right? You got to pay every year. All right. And the last thing is closing your cards. All right. One of the things that people get stuck with is, you know, the annual fees. They'll, they'll creep up on you, right? And, you know, these fees be like $99, $150, you know, yearly that you got to pay for a card that you probably don't even use, okay? Now, you don't want to close the card because, you know, that that's going to affect the age, section of you know the entire thing that affects your credit score right i think the the age or not think but the age of your credit history is highly affects your credit score as well right it averages out with all of your cars that you have and even with that it's best to get you know all the cars that you want at a young age so that the older you get you know that history is there all right now don't be closing your cards unless you've already made like a serious mistake and you have like these um, crazy annual fees and you just want to start over, um, you know, shit like that. But if you don't have it and you just want to close your cards, don't because you're messing up the, the history of the, the age history of, you know, your personal trust. All right. Banks look at this. So don't be closing cards just ruining your chances of getting approved for anything else, all right? Now, uh, I got a little bonus. I got I got a little bonus gem because what inspired me to even do this, I've talked about it in the past about how I'll be teaching, you know, some credit gems and stuff like that. But what inspired this was just I was on, you know, YouTube again, and I was watching this dude named Bandman Kivo. If you guys know him, let me know. Uh, he's a pretty cool dude, and he teach a, a lot of good game. He real, um, real heart for people, and, you know, he got his best interests into those trying to make it, right? Like, real hustlers, right? And he opened my eyes on, you know, having these primary trade lines that anybody can get just if you purchase something, you know, from websites, right? And it made me think, because when I got my, my MacBook, that's exactly what I did. I got a two thousand dollar credit limit just from purchasing a macbook right now yeah i had to per you know now yeah i had to pay the macbook back but let's say but that was all gravy because i got the money to pay back the macbook right i'm already i've already done finished paying back the macbook and now i got a two thousand dollar revolving credit card right and this is without me even knowing this was me being just dumb and just applying for the damn macbook and getting credit Right. I was still thinking like that back then, like I'll just pay the monthly payments. Right. You know, after I, you know, figured all this stuff out, I paid the whole laptop off. You feel me? So that I could start getting these points when, you know, I go grocery shopping or I go get gas. I can get these points uh, so that I could go get stuff for free from Apple. You know, it ain't no biggie. You feel me? So, you know, the purpose of that is that there's these primary you know websites that you go purchase shit from like you buy one necklace for like $99 and you could get a you know $5,000 credit card right that's gonna report to all three credit bureaus and report to your your credit 
right? And it's gonna show up that you have a $5,000 limit on your credit um, sheet, right? Or your credit report. So you feel me? You can also get, um, you could pay for authorized users um, to get the history of someone else's shit if you don't have, you know, the greatest history or no credit like that, and then get the primary card, you know, and those two combine. Once you get your, you know, your first primary card, it'll probably start off at $20,000, right? Just because you have good history from somebody else. And then you have these, you know, you have these store purchased type of credit cards that already have $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 limits, right? So if you go apply for, you know, a Navy Federal or Chase um, credit card, and once these people pull up your bank account and they see that, you know, you already got a $10,000 and a $15,000 and these little small $2,000, dollars $4,000 type of cards, right? Your first primary, not first, but like your primary card that you're applying for at Navy Federal, for example, you know, it'll probably start off at 20000 or 40000 shit like that because you already built trust, okay? And with that, with all that money accumulated from all your credit cards, you take that money off the credit cards and you go invest it, right? Keyword, invest it, right? Investing is putting money somewhere so that you can get money back. You don't want to go invest it in something that you don't know you're going to get money back, right? You, you want to get the money back. You just don't want to use your own money or you probably don't even have money. So you want to start creating money, all right? But yeah, recap, credit is not bad. Stop closing your cards. The myth of only using 30% you really should only be using 0% of your credit card so that you can really maximize all the benefits of whichever credit card you're using, right? Um, having multiple credit cards is better than having just a little bit, right? I'd rather you have 30 credit cards than only having two credit cards because that's not enough trust built to these banks, all right? And the last one is to basically stop using your debit cards and start using your credit card so that you can get these benefits that you're signing up for. And if you are using your, I mean, if you do have a bunch of credit, don't use your credit card anymore until all your credit debt is paid off, right? Get your credit debt, all of it, you know, to zero so that you can start maximizing the benefits when you use them for these daily tasks, okay? That's all I got for today's episode. Um, you guys have a good day. Like, comment, download the episode, share it with a friend, family member, homie, whatever the case may be. Follow my socials, Alex Business Journey on Instagram. And my Twitter handle is GrowWithAlex, two X's at the end. I'm going to go ahead and catch you guys tomorrow, all right? Peace out. When all is said and done, we can only judge, punish, reward, enslave, and free ourselves. There will always be doubters and haters, but they only have the power you give them. Remain focused, move forward, and never lose faith in yourself. Until next time, stay in savage mode, because anything else would be too damn civilized. Peace.